Hello, everybody. Edwin Lee Raymer. Back with you for another show, the Edwin Lee Raymer Show. We're here. The political season, as far as local politics, is over. So what are we going to talk about tonight? We're going to talk about politics <laughs> and a good friend of mine. <laughs> Congratulations to all the participants participating in this election. Stephen Reynolds is here. There's not a better man to talk about this than him. And he's put his name. I always said, you're going to make a change, put your name on a ballot. And, Stephen, you did so twice. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Ed. Good. Uh, thank you for doing this. Absolutely, Ed. It. And let me just say this. Thank you and, and your, your producers here yeah. and the station at WGNS for what you do for local elections. I know it's not easy. Right. But uh, yeah. but having these folks on, you give them a voice, and people bec- hopefully become more educated about the people they're voting for, and it's well, uh, a really a service to the community, Ed. And I just want to say thank you. Well, I, I appreciate that. And, you know, that's that's what WGNS is all about, really. And uh, I stopped by election headquarters um, Thursday night uh, as the results were coming in. Sure. And I couldn't believe it. Uh, the owner of the station, Brother Bart Walker, actually put me on the air this time. Yeah. And I think he's found out that you know this old boy's not going to leave, so we're going we're going to utilize this. Finally service. breaking that. Yeah. Well, it take but nine years. You know, I count on no. WGNS for election coverage. It is so handy it, to just turn your radio on. It, you know, it, it is. is. It really they is. They do a great job, and you do a great job. Like I said, of getting in depth with these candidates, and I just want to say. From a grateful community, Ed. Thank you. Well, thank you. And uh, we do try to, uh, I've always tried to look at it. It's about the candidates. It's about the races. It is not about me. And it's not about WGNS. <laughs> it is about them. Right. Because, uh, you know, you and your wife did it. Y'all, y'all traveled the state for four years up and down the down interstate out there. And it's not an easy thing. It's tough. You know? Yeah. Uh, Hope Oliver took District 1, yep. um, a Democrat. Romel McMurray, uh, he took, uh, he ran as an independent. Uh, you know, he's going to be on Bill's show a little bit later. Hey, he's showing us how it's done. He is. Yeah. He sure is. And I have a feeling they're going to be calling on that young man for, for reference material later on. I because think so, I yeah. think so. And uh, we're all excited about that. And I just, uh, I'll tell you, someone that I have just really come to respect and uh, is Mariah Phillips. She she uh, took it on the chin once again. She's put her name on three different ballots. Yep, yep. And you've got to admire that. You got to respect it. It's tough, Ed. It's, it's tough, tough yep. out there. And, but uh, she's here's what a lot of the Democrats are getting closer. The gap is closing. They're working. Yeah. Joey Losher went out and made a very respectable showing. As you know, in your first your, your first election, it's hard to win your first it's one. It's very you difficult. Know. And this was Hope's first election. Yes, and, and Rommel, right? Rom, I believe so, yes. This yeah. is the first one. And so the people that are engaged, uh, it's showing that uh, they're, you know, they're, they're looking for some degree of change. And that's good, you know, to get some fresh blood in, to get some new ideas, sure. to get some more uh, representative of the community at large. Maybe some more diversity. That's right, you know, right. where it's more reflective of our community, where a Obviously, we've talked about this a million times, Ed, one of the fastest-growing communities in the state, one of the fastest-growing in the country. Uh, Things are changing rapidly, and it's going to be interesting to see how all of these new elected officials, Joe Carr is the new county mayor, how he works with this new uh, county commission on the challenges. And he will have to work with them. 
Yes. There's no. There's none of this. I rule the the, the roof thing. That that that's that correct. really doesn't work well. That's that's. It correct. may for a while, but it can come back and bite you good. That's correct. And then we had some uh, some pretty good candidates coming out for the state races too. We do. You know, I think we do, and we'll be see. getting into that yeah. uh, as the next couple of weeks go <laughs> on. Uh, and I'm sure you'll be listening to. <laughs> But uh, I'll tell you what let's do. Jackson's on the board doing a good job as always. We've been sitting up here talking about cooking. He's Him and Stephen, both, both of them about got me hungry now. I think I'd like to have some of those peaches that Shelly got. Uh, <laughs> but for right now, my name is Evan Lee Raymond. Yes, I'm still a private investigator. Welcome aboard. This is the Edwin Lee Raymer Show with your host, Ed Raymer, on your good neighbor station. News Radio, WGNS Murfreesboro. And that is a little stiff upper lip for you from ACDC. And this is the Evan Lee Raymer Show. I am your host, Ed Raymer. This show is produced at Studios WGNS AM 1450, 100.5, 101.9 FM, right here in the heart of the great volunteer state, Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Now, you can reach me and Stephen tonight. With your questions, your comments, or your ideas, or just whatever you'd like, just say hello at 615-893-1450. You can also send us a text to that number, and Jackson, our producer, will be glad to read it over there. For those of you who do not wish to be heard live, and some of you may be a little too too shy, and that's fine. We understand. Now, you know you can also listen to us, as many of you do. Uh, my family in Kentucky and friends up there listen to us via the Internet at WGNSRadio.com. And, and at Facebook Live, at Facebook at the Evan Lee Raymer Show on WGNS. And Jackson's got us up and running on that, I do believe. And uh, download the WGNS app and take WGNS with you wherever you go and listen whenever you wish. Stephen's not doing many shows now on the man in the middle, but those you did, I enjoy those. I really look forward to those. I wish you'd – I know you're getting so busy, you, you don't have time to do everything. But uh, – and Angela Bingham. And Angela was not here tonight, but she's doing a great job with simplicity. As I said – Stephen Reynolds is here. Stephen, please. Well, thanks, Ed. Thanks for the kind words on the podcast. You know, I'm still amazed. I was at a at a function about a month ago, right. and, I, and everyone was calling me the man in the middle. Right. Uh, you know. Uh, Which so is true. It's amazing. A lot more folks list, listen to the podcast right. than I really actually thought did. And so, anyway, that that's very humbling, and I really appreciate it. I think they're still out there. They are. Uh, yeah. If folks want to listen to them. As a matter of fact, one of the episodes we did – uh, with the late Jan Shepard, who right. was a great friend of ours, passed away a few years ago. And Jan did a show with me about insulin, the cost of insulin. Uh, you know, today Americans pay, uh, well, one in three folks that are on Medicare are, are insulin dependent. Uh, right. And then yeah. we pay about $94 per prescription when the rest of the world pays $8. And, you know, Ed, I'm not a guy that's for price controls. I'm a real capitalist. I, I understand. That I know you are. Market yeah. demand. But when it comes to life-saving drugs yeah. that people, so many people depend on, right? it's outrageous to me that, that the prices that Americans are forced to pay for these life-dependent drugs right. and what it costs of something that's been manufactured for 40 years. And, of course, we had the big bill pass in Washington today, which is right. a really big deal yep. because they rarely pass anything. And so right. it's a really big deal. <laughs> it's true. And, uh, but one of the things that got thrown out uh, by the opposing side was to reduce, to cap the cost of the insulin to $35. That was uh, unfortunately thrown out of the bill. Uh, would have helped so many 
millions of Americans, like I said, one in three uh, folks that are on Medicare are insulin dependent. And so, once right. again, I, I don't like the price control thing at all, but when it comes to life-dependent drugs, I do believe in well, price Well, I mean, controls. You know, are you going to eat or are you going to, you know, so you got to buy medicine or you got to buy food? I, I, I'm the same way. Right. I mean, come on, man. Right. You know. Well, if, you, if folks want to go back and listen to that podcast with Jan, she really goes into you, She could educate you. She oh knew her gosh, stuff. There's no really doubt about did, it. Yeah. Jackson, you looked up the price of insulin. Tell people what that. What, what were you looking up before we went on the air? I, I, I didn't look it up. I was going based off of it on memory. But last okay. I checked, it was about $0.35 cents to manufacture. $0.35, cents and I believe the average person uninsured it's about 395 dollars yeah. if you're uninsured to get a month. your insulin a month yeah yeah and you said and this comes from the pancreas of uh, a, yeah of a so jan of a, of goes a... into how insulin is produced it right. comes from the pancreas of a pig right we've got lots of pork farmers out there it's right. one of the good things that yes sir uh helps keep the cost down or our farmers that have right. uh, such an abundance of of this livestock and uh, and pork is relatively it's relatively cheap at the store. That's right. In, and in comparison but, to a tomahawk ribeye steak, that, you know. That, that's right. right. But it makes life-saving drugs. That's you right. Know? And um, so anyway, so in addition to life-saving sausage and bacon, I, I just don't know. What, right. God bless yes. those hogs. Right, God bless right. those hogs. <laughs> and Boston butts. Right. And, and Delicious we go tenderloin. And, uh, <laughs> remind me to tell you my tenderloin. Pe- uh, okay. Recipe. No. 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 We're not going to talk about food anymore. They got me hungry. Hungry now. Okay. You know. Yeah. But. Uh, Finally, as you say, they did pass something. That yeah, so it's a miracle. The reconciliation right. bill, mm-hmm. and uh, it's uh, the Senate has these funny rules, but the reconciliation goes way back. The Republicans were the first one to do it, where you need only fifty-one votes. It has right. to be. Yeah. It has to be connected to the budget. That's when you hear talk about the parliamentarian ruling. You know whether right. this or that is is involved. Uh, but the last time they did a reconciliation budget was in 2018. It added that was uh, the Republicans were in control. President Donald Trump was in charge. It added 2.2 trillion dollars to the deficit. Right. This reconciliation budget actually reduces the deficit. I had heard that yeah. uh, over a 10-year period. So you know, I think folks need to, look, you know, look into actually uh, the facts of of the Congressional Budget Office. Who else are we going to trust, right? If the Congressional Budget Office—that's their job. That's what they do. That's what they do full time. That's is it. They grade these bills out, and, and they're nonpartisan. Those people are—they're on both sides of that, the aisle. They all work correct. together. That's and, correct. You know, but I think it's a big win for America. <coughs> today uh, 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 you know the Medicare folks are able to actually negotiate to lower the cost for our seniors and I think that's a really big deal to lower the cost for prescription drugs for our seniors it's a first step they've been trying to get it going for 30 years they've right. been trying to get right. this to pass yeah. and now it just slipped under the radar you know okay. it's, it's kind of like the ufos you know the government did acknowledge ufos well and, and then, then all of a sudden your yeah, pilots came and, out and, and said hey i saw something yeah, i don't well, know what it now was they you did know? it it's yeah. no big deal I'm this is an art bell we don't we don't have anybody. <laughs> you gotta wait another few hours for that well, what's crazy is it's just but he's like telling no the truth deal, you, know? you know it's a fact and, yeah, it was on 60 minutes you know yeah i mean you're talking about qualified military pilots that you know did you see the footage I saw. I saw very, very spooky footage. 
Yeah, yeah. no. It's, it's weird. Absolutely. Okay. But, but the fact that, that, that it just flew over people's heads, the same thing. Democrats have been fighting for uh, negotiating drug prices for 30 years, and now it's done. Hey, I'm going yeah. to Roswell someday just for the fun of it, okay? Yeah. <laughs> We're going to go to our first series of breaks. Stephen Reynolds is with us, and uh, Jackson's on the board doing a good job. And please give us a call if you would, please, 615-893-1450. Edwin Lee Raymer Show. I'm Ed Raymer. Stay with us back right after this. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, This is Michelle Hauser coming to you from Hauser & Associates. We are a law firm that is dedicated to family law and serving for those individuals that have family law needs. You can contact us through uh, our telephone is 615-801-8602, or you can also reach us through Facebook or our website, which is www.borough.com familylegal.com that's hey this is ed everybody want to tell you about a sponsor of ours we've got complete yard care their slogan is we do it all low maintenance landscape design retaining walls tree removal stump grinding lawns cut mulching landscaping now you can reach them at 615-785-0384 or you can look them up on the web at completeyardcaretn.com They have a five-star ranking on Google. That's Complete Yard Care. We do it all. Hello, everyone. It's Ed with Private Investigations in Middle Tennessee. You know, if you just need someone checked out on a background check, tag them a run, or if you need someone full-fledged follow, give us a call. You can reach me at 615-390-7219. That's 615-390-7219. Or check out our website at pi of mt.com that's pi of mt.com i felt so alone scared angry full of self-pity i just wanted to die so i took another drink then i heard about aa and went to my first meeting the people there talked about those same feelings i was no longer alone they gave me help to stop drinking and hope to start living Alcoholics Anonymous. It works. Look us up. Check your phone book, newspaper, or aa.org. Go to J. Mullins Jewelers and check out their collection of reactor watches. They're located at 352 West Murfreesboro Boulevard, right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And also, custom-made jewelry if you want it. They can make it for you. Also, gifts for any and all occasions. Weddings, graduations, family reunions, uh, anniversaries, all of it. That's J. Muller's Jewelers, 352 West Northfield Boulevard, right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee.
All right, and we are back, and we have a caller on the line. Caller, go ahead. You're on with Stephen Reynolds and Ed Raymer. Go ahead, please. Mr. Ramers, you have to tie it. We have to have an election to get Mr. Reynolds in the studio. <laughs> yeah, well, I, dang, I might have, you mean you, you actually tied him down, brought him up here tonight? I've got him handcuffed to the desk. Okay. <laughs> 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 he, 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 he should be building all them roads, making that money. See, to he's building all them roads out there. Steve, you know, how you doing, son? I'm doing fine, Jeff. Good to hear from you, buddy. I, I know it's good. good. I was going to say, I, I, I know the turnout was not as not as high as people would like, but uh, I thought it was. I thought it was a pretty good, pretty good. Now I know Ed and Lee was pretty pleased with it. What did you think? Yeah. So, I, you know, Ed and I were talking about that again. It's amazing the how low the turnouts are continue to be in Tennessee, especially in the primaries. You know, a lot of people just don't vote in primaries. And I know. They, they miss the general for the local elections, and I wish that we had more people get involved. But these county commission seats, we're talking about 500 votes. And if you could get, you know, if you could get over 300, you're in the game. Right. And You uh, may not win, but you are in the game. And there may be thousands of people that live inside that county commission district, right. but only 500 people elect the representative. And so right. I wish that... Um, that we would do a better job here being more civically minded here in Rutherford County. I know that we do everything we can to make it easy to vote. Uh, the election commission tries to, 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 you know, you can vote anywhere. Anywhere. It doesn't matter. 28 locations, I believe it is. Something yeah. Alan has set up and done a remarkable job and, and, and all the staff. It's really worked out well, but we, you know, I, Jeff, I just wish we could get more people interested in. Yeah, I understand. I know what you mean. I, I was going to ask you, tell you guys one thing. Uh, it's been a while back, but a couple guys wrote a book um, about about elections in, in Australia. I don't know if y'all know us or not, but in Australia, over there, if you, if you don't vote over there, they fine you. Yeah, You're fine. yeah it's a you mandatory democracy, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah they mandatory you, democracy. So yeah. If they don't, they don't, you don't vote. Oh. Yeah, uh, you know, I, you know. Once again, you know, that's a little controversial. I don't know how that would go down here, but you know, a lot of other countries have mandatory right. military. Um, you have to go yeah. to the military for a couple of years if you're right. from Europe, and so uh, there are a lot of things like that 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 do focus people more on their civic responsibility sure. as American. Everybody wants to talk about their rights. Uh, right. But, but You've how, got a right that you're not exercising, which is one of the most important rights that right. ever was. And, and, really the most, and really the most powerful right that it uh, is. is to vote. <coughs> and uh, I just wish that there was some magic bullet out there that we could use to get more people interested. And unfortunately, unfortunately usually takes a hot topic issue. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And and I don't think we even had ten percent, did we, guys? Yeah. That's fifteen, I think. Yeah. Was it fifteen? Okay. I know Alan. Alan. Yeah. I heard him talking on on WGNS uh, Thursday night. He was talking to Bart. He was hoping to have forty thousand. I think we wound up with somewhere shy of thirty thousand people. Yeah. I believe. Yeah. And, you know, it's just a shame that you know that that, that it, it has to be that low. And, uh, well, enjoy your show, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks, Jeff. Jeff thank question. you so much, Jeff Neal. Good supporter of WGNS and supporter of my show, and I and I'm I'm glad that he is. Uh, you know, Stephen, I'm not any better than anybody, and you're you're not either. But why is it that some of us go vote? I have voted since I was 18 in every election I could possibly vote in. Now I may have missed one or two, but I really don't think so. Well, I think I mean, it. I mean, you it know, was just instilled in me. 
uh, there's one thing you're going to do. You're going to work a job, and you're going to go vote. Yeah, well, you know, so. I, when I was young, I was involved, and then I got uninvolved, and then I got right. totally involved yeah. Yeah. When again. I met you, I was not as involved, but I always well, I'm voted. I'm just saying that, yeah. you know, people um, people are, are, are like that. And, and uh, anyway, I just wish there was a better way to get, to get folks. And I think a lot of it has to do with school right. and our civics yeah. education that we received in school. Right. Uh, and so I know there's a lot of debate around civics education here in the state of Tennessee, right? Uh, which is really interesting because it seems to be directed in one particular direction. Well, and here's the thing. I had teachers that told us, kids, I don't care how you vote. Please, when you get just able to vote, just go vote. Right. And they, they preach this. Right. They really did. Do we, got, we have a caller. We have a caller on the line. Caller, go ahead. You're on with Ed Raymer. Hey there, Ed. This is Hope Oliver. How are you? Well, there's a victor. <laughs> Congratulations to you. Thank you. Thank do you, you. Do you know Stephen Reynolds? Have you had the pleasure of meeting him? I have not. Well, you'll have to meet him sometime. Stephen, this is Hope Oliver. She's the new uh, county commissioner in District 1. Yeah, congratulations, Miss Oliver. It's a, a good victory for you and look yes, forward is. to your contributions on the county commission. I do. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. I was listening and I agree. Voter apathy is real. And uh, we do have to do something to educate our voters and get them out and get them excited about participating. So I agree with what you're saying. Well, and I hope know I, in I, my area, it was it wasn't even ten percent that participated in our district. So, yeah. Well, here's the thing, and Stephen doesn't know this. And by the way, I got to meet your wonderful husband. He's just a great guy. And please pass that on to him. I it was great to meet him Thursday night, but. Uh, Stephen, Hope is ahead of the game because she runs a daycare and she has children of her own, so she's used to dealing with children. Right, right. So, <laughs> well, you know, so, you know, it's kind of like what she's going to be dealing with, you know? You know, the, the beautiful thing is at the county commission level, everybody typically acts like adults, everything that I've they seen. Do. It's only right. when they get to Washington and, or Nashville that things start getting yeah. clownish. But, uh, but I think that, you know, uh, uh, Miss Oliver, you have difficult decisions in front of you for this community, and I know that you're going to weigh all of the options and try to do the right thing, and I think all of our elected officials will do that. I agree. Uh, and so, um, anyway, I just wish you much, much success and congratulations on a, on a good victory. Hope. Thank you. I appreciate that, and I'd like to say uh, thank you to all of the citizens that voted for me. Um, and really even those excited. that didn't, because you're going to be working for all of them. Yeah. Absolutely. And I'm excited and ready to serve. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure to get to know you. And, Stephen, I told her I t when she first came up here, I said, I think I'll see. I'm going to have you on right before the election. And I think I'll see a different person when I see her. And I did see a different person. The first thing she said <laughs> is, I said, how are you doing? She said, I'm tired. Yeah, <laughs> and you know that. It's exhausting. Well. It really yeah, is. It is. It's exhausting. It is. But, uh, but and I've been resting this weekend, so <laughs> I'm excited and I'm ready to go. <laughs> Hope, congratulations to you once again. I look forward to you to being up here. And if there's any way that I can help you or we can help you here at the station, please do not hesitate to call. You've got the station number. You've got my personal number. Anytime. Okay? Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Take care now. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. Hope Oliver, she's your new county commissioner in district one and she's just a fine young woman and i got a text uh, from a friend that said hey i'm listening tonight just remind everybody that their local taxes pay for schools and infrastructure right. and transparency 
in the administration of that is what's paramount to our local government. And, right. And I couldn't agree more. All politics is local. There are a lot of plans already in the works that are going to change, transform this community, whether it's the Vanderbilt Hospital coming out on veterans, whether it's the new athletic facility coming down on 840 and Broad Street. Which is going to be a monster. Listen, if that place attracts 3 million people a year, I mean, that's a lot of I mean, That's a bunch of people. You're talking yep. like the Smoky Mountains. So... Uh, let's hope they're halfway right and we get that many people into right. this area. But mm-hmm. but the transparency of our local elected officials is what's paramount to, to our trust in government. And so hopefully right. all of these folks that were elected uh, this past Thursday will remember that. And, and you know what, Ed, I really believe they will. And I, I, think and I believe they do. Yeah. Uh, the, these uh, local folks are, are they're basically stewards of our government. And, sure. Uh, right. And, and really all politics are local. Right. I mean, I, I have really learned that. That's where it starts. It's on a local level because you can do so much on a local level. Well, yeah, and, 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 and the, the issues that you face, you know, a lot of the money and the funding issues are already set from years right. before. They have commitments that are there that, And so you know. it's kind of like being in a, in a cage match, you know. You, right. you can't really get out. Yeah, right. <laughs> so. I mean, and Hope's going to get an education. No offense. She's, gonna, she's about to get an education the first few weeks she's there. Sure. Because sure. Ronnie Martin went to the city council, and this man is a banker. I've said this a thousand times. I guess he's tired of hearing me say it. But he knows number. He deals with facts, figures, numbers every day because he's a banker. And he said he got into the budget process over here at the city council, and he said, I've never seen such a tiring process in my life. Yeah, right. When they actually see it. We have another caller on the line. Caller, Ed Raymer here. Go ahead, please. Good evening, gentlemen. Hello. This is Rob Mitchell. Hello, Rob. Somebody mentioned transparency, so I had to call in. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So what did you do this this time you want to fess up about? (laughs) Oh, well, well, I mean, I I wanted to to say congratulations to Hope. And, you know, communicating is something that's very, very important, and it's very difficult for the average citizen to reach or know who their elected officials are. So, um you know, we, we started a little program called Smart Rutherford. Right. And that allows you to check your assessment notices. Phase two is been approved. And what that will allow you to do is use the Smart Rutherford app to use your Google phone or Alexa or a little chat bot online. You can just say, who is my county commissioner? Right. And it, knows where you, it will know where you live. It will tell you who your county commissioner is and tell you wow. how to reach them. That's really uh, cool, Rob. That is that's uh, amazing. Yeah. You want to know where your kids are going to go to school? It knows where your street is. It'll be able to tell you all the schools your child is zoned for, your school hmm. board zone, how to okay. reach those people. So it will help put government back into the hands of people because the people will now know if they have an issue or if they have a question who the appropriate person is to reach out to to get an answer. Right. And it's that communication and transparency that's the only hope for us to have a successful community. Well, and a a growing community like we've got. Go ahead, Steve. It's such a nice addition, Rob, and and thank you for championing this, uh, being a champion of this. Uh, Every time I see a social media post from you, you're talking about this. Right. And, and yeah, that's, that's what I'm talking about, making the government accessible to the average citizen, 
making the transparency accessible to the average citizen. And this is a great step forward for our community. That it is. And, you know, Rob, let me ask you, since we've got you here and Stevens here, uh, you heard us just just while ago talking. I, I voted in basically every election I could vote in since I turned 18. Yeah. What may and, and I was not. I'm not from a, a chosen family. I'm not anybody special. We were born in a coal mine in town in Kentucky, but what makes some of us like that? And other, I mean, other people have just. And I'm talking about people our age. I I don't know. I just don't want to vote. I don't feel like messing with. It. I wonder. I mean, because I know you vote, Rob. I mean. Oh yeah. And I know Stephen does. Uh, but is there anything to do with this apathy we've got? that where people just don't feel engaged or feel accountable to vote? Uh, I think a lot of them don't know what to vote for. Uh, right. There are a lot of people right. uh, that are just, they're busy. Yeah. You know, I get it. It, I get it takes two people to get a family going, and in, in, in the time that they have, they're off work. They don't know what the issues are, right. so they're not really sure what to vote for. So they go home and they just get frustrated. They don't. They don't know how to get. They don't know what the issues are if they watch the TV that shows the county commission meetings or the committee meetings. You can watch those and still not know what is going on. I agree. So I agree. So that that you know that frustrates people, and that's that's Stephen. That's what I mean about transparency. Yeah. You can tell somebody something and still tell them nothing. Right. And that, that, for exactly. the big part, is what we're doing right now. You, you're telling people what they should think. You're telling people what they should feel. And then when they complain about not having a voice in it, they say, well, we put it on TV. Or, well, nobody contacted us. Right. Well, you know what? Smart Rutherford, if they don't like it, they will be contacting you. And that scares the devil out of some of them. Yeah, well, oh, good. I, that's good. Yeah. I, I, thank you very much. I'm glad it does because I, I don't understand – and, uh, Stephen, one night you were here and a friend of mine, she called in. Mm-hmm. And she could not get her, I don't know if you remember or not, but she could not get her children interested in voting. Sure, sure. And she, she was puzzled by it. So how do I get my kids interested in voting? Yeah, you know? well, I, you know, it, I think it goes back to a young age. I, uh, you know, I think Rob's right about families are busy. Going to ball practice, uh, you know, dance lessons. I understand. Yeah, we went through all think, that. I do yeah. think it starts at a young age, and we have to instill into our kids how important it is for them right. to participate. All we're asking them to do is participate in the democracy. Right. And uh, this is the greatest country ever in the history of the world. I firmly believe that. I, I do. still believe I that. Do. I You know, I don't think our country's in the ditch. I think nope. we're right where the Lord intends us That's uh, exactly for us right. to be. And, uh, and so anyway, uh, the, the privilege of getting out and doing that, I just wish we could stress that more. You know, we talk about how busy the young families are. Right. Uh, you know, Ed, uh, we've got an even bigger problem than that, and that is the families are shrinking. I know. And these yeah. young kids are not having children, and they're not right. having families, and they can't afford a first home, and they can't afford a child. And these are much bigger problems that we've got to figure out a way to solve um but you know what rob that having this app and making this uh, the county government accessible uh to the average citizens is a really big deal in rutherford county and you know what rutherford county always leads this state and a lot of great ideas and new initiatives we do just like the vote anywhere program it's exactly right it's a pilot program i mean Mm -hmm. you know and it's working 
and I mm. and I assume that this is going to uh, meet great success too, uh, where where folks can just get online or, or ask Alexa who is my representative basically. Right, right. Uh, I think That's it's it. it's going to meet with great uh, great success as well. And and to your point, Rob, it's probably going to drive a few elected officials crazy. Uh, well, we you know we. We have to find ways for, like you said, how do we engage the next generation? Well, right. so many of the, the the next generation don't know how to put a stamp on an envelope. Right. You know, they, yeah, they can, your know. communication is by text, by email, uh, by Googling. That's correct. So uh, government has got to adapt to that. That's correct. And learn to speak the language that our citizens it's want true. to communicate and in. The government and right and, and utilize the technology. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And private industry. I mean, right. listen, the, uh, and, 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 you know, I used to tell young folks, you don't understand how much power the under 35 crowd really has. You're talking about the Gen Zs. That's right. Uh, you're talking about yeah. the millennials that that's are right. often referred to as millennials. And the numbers that the millennials have, when you look, look at the demographics, if the young people under 35 really want to flip an election, they can do it. Oh, I know they can. And, and yeah. they can do And it I don't think they realize they can do that. I think Jackson wants to t- chime in, Jackson. Speaking as, I'm just going to go on record here. Okay. I'm Gen Z. I was born in uh, 2000. Okay. I've never voted an election in my entire life. Really? Yeah. Not once. Why? Um, it's a good question. Um, I think you guys are on the right track, speaking as, you know, as someone that has been hearing all the questions of why did why did Gen Z why do younger people don't vote right and you know I think the biggest contribution I could probably have to explaining that would be me personally it's not just a matter of it has never felt like my vote has ever meant anything right. ever. <clears throat> right. Um, Your vote doesn't count, right? Yes. My, it's, it's not, not going to make that, a difference, right? It's not even that <clears throat> my vote doesn't count. I know that my vote matters. Right. But it feels like even though I vote, even though I get my voice out there, it feels like that voice doesn't matter. I know that my, I know that my vote matters a lot. I know that if Gen Z and all the people under 35 got together, we could do big stuff. But I know, I, I mean, the wider question is how can we? What are, how can we when we are so strapped in between having to meet the incre- increasingly high costs of living? Mm-hmm. And, right. you know, voting is on a Tuesday, I think, almost always. It's sure. almost always on a Tuesday. And it's not a holiday. So many, right. many. That's uh, been spoken that, about. So, so yeah, you're making yeah, a great. So I think it should be treated like the Super Bowl, right? Right. Uh, yeah. And, and, and even you know we should have the next day off or that day off. Yeah. There should be parties. There should be celebrations of the sure. the fact that we have the the right to. We're we're some of the freest people ever in the history of the world. Right. But once again, you have to ask yourself: about half of these folks don't want you to vote. <laughs> That's exactly right. Rob, are you still there? Yes, sir. I'm okay. still here. How do you answer answer Jackson? What do you think? He's never felt well, like he's not counting. I, it's it's not just that. It's also not just with me. This isn't a thing with me. But right. the ideas and beliefs of people under 35 have become increasingly despondent with the ruling parties in this country. Sure, Democrats right. and Republicans do not have the same views 
uh, uh, on certain topics as almost everyone that I've talked to that's under 35. Mm -hmm. Okay. You see a conservative view on it, and then you see a, a liberal view on it, and many Gen Z people that I've interacted with feel like neither of those viewpoints and neither of those practices do what they want them and what they feel like they need to be doing. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's this increasing discordance between people under 35 where they feel like their vote doesn't matter because they feel like even if they got the party that they wanted to into office, for example, even if I voted Democrat... it's. It's still difficult to get things done. No, yeah, it's it's a matter of, I, even if I voted for Democrat, mm-hmm. why would I continue to do that when uh, a lot of the coverage I see is on how Democrats have failed, you know, their party agenda. Just and, look at you know, yeah, I know. Looking at Joe Biden, for example, you know, it's hard for me to get geared up and amped up for voting when i see things i genuinely agree with like raising the minimum wage and that's we've it's been two years on now i've not seen a single federal minimum wage is still 725 last time i checked (laughs) right and it's you can't even get a basic cost of living adjustment again 15 dollars isn't even up to snuff it doesn't even cross the poverty line anymore yeah, so what's sad to me about this, Jackson, is, is you're proving true what authoritarians around the world say about democracy, is that right. the younger generation doesn't believe that democracy works anymore and that it doesn't find the solutions that everyone's looking for, and I'm really sad to hear that. So I like to tell folks, and Robin, I'm sorry if you're still on the phone, but it's like getting oh, on... Oh, I'm still here. Don't be sorry I'm still here. It's like, <laughs> it's like getting on a boat, right? You want to get on a boat to go to France, or do you want to get on a boat to go to Australia? Either way, you're getting on a boat. And although each party doesn't represent the best always, it's the best that we have, and it's the best system that we have. Right. And so... Um, you can't go to Wendy. You can go to Wendy's and order anything you want and have your hamburger made any way you want, but that's not the way a political party or ideology works. It's the general direction you want the leaders or the country to follow rather than specifically. Okay. Uh, but democracy does still work, and, and, and there is a lot of propaganda and a lot of undermining of our democracy to convince people We're that your car. vote doesn't count and that uh, democracy doesn't work, and we've really got to fight back against that because it does work. Uh, yeah. We still live in the best country in the world. That we do. Oh. Rob, listen, uh, I'm going to let you get – we've got another caller on the line. Sure. Okay? And thank you so much. Thank, thank you, you for your support. I appreciate you guys. Yes, sir. Thank, thank you. you. Appreciate your support of this broadcast. We have another caller on the line. Jackson, if you'll put them on, please. Caller, you're on with Ed Raymond, Stephen Reynolds. Go, please. Hey, Ed. This is Romel McMurray. Hello, Romel. Uh, Victor from Thursday night. <laughs> hey, I'm doing well. Doing well. Congratulations. Uh, it's, yeah. It must be a night of winners, Ed. <laughs> well, <laughs> nothing but winners on tonight. Well, me and you are here. I'm going I'm, I'm to tell you, Mr. Uh, McMurray, you really uh, snuck up on a lot of people. Uh-huh. I know you, you know a lot about politics, and we have some mutual friends. Anyway, congratulations on a big win, and uh, look, look forward to, to, to hearing great things about you. Thank that we you, do. Thank you so much. Uh, I, I just wanted to call in and tell everyone um thank you for supporting me um like i said those who um 
for the, the 820 that did not vote for me. I appreciate you anyways. I'm looking forward to representing them just as much as the 883 individuals who voted for me as well. And uh, this has been a great show tonight um, in regards to uh, uh, voter apathy, engaging our youth, and some other topics. So I'm looking forward. Um, I've, I've jotted down some notes, and, and, and I want to help bring, bring some uh, much-needed change and some positivity to um, District 19 in Rutherford County. That sounds great. I'm telling you, it's great. And, and you know, the beauty part about this man is young. Yeah. He's going to well, bring some fresh ideas. We need it. We need that. We yeah. need a combination. It's just like any business. And I've been in, in business for 35 years. <clears throat> Great teams are made up of you've got the old veterans, you've right. got the young guys, you've got the people in the middle, you've got right. people from different backgrounds and different points of view. That's how you build a dynamic team. Right. And right. that's how you win. And I right. believe it's the same with government. We we have to have different points of view and people with different backgrounds right. uh, coming in and sharing what's important for the people of their district. Mm -hmm. That's how we build winners. Ramel, anything else? Yes, sir. Hey, no, no. I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm appreciative of everyone. And uh, it was a, a long uh, six months, but I, I'm ready to, uh, to get I'll tell you, it does kind of, you know, it does kind of humble you that people have placed their confidence in you to do this job. Yeah, absolutely. And, absolutely. you know, and, uh, I don't take it for granted. <clears throat> no, I know you do not. It's been a pleasure to make your acquaintance. I look forward to, to working with you across uh, the many years down the road. And uh, I'll see you when I see you. And if, if you're ever in need of anything that we can do for you here, please do not hesitate to give us a call. You've got my number. Yes, sir. Thank you, gentlemen. You all have a great Thanks evening. Thanks for Thank calling. you, Ramel. Ramel yeah. McMurray. Bye-bye. And he is in District District 19, was it? Yep, yeah, 19. It yeah, mm -hmm. right, District 19. And he is your independent candidate that uh, uh, took over that district down there. I mean, you know, we've got this fresh blood in here. This county hasn't seen this in a while. Well, now, it's not good, much, yeah. but it's yeah. – but it's I, some. You know, uh, it's good. It's just good. And uh, I think you're going to see uh, I think you're going to see the county mayor try to take on some of these big issues that the county's facing. Landfill. And Landfill have, always comes up. He's going to have to build yeah. consensus around that. And uh, right. he's going to have to do it with a lot of these new folks that right. are there. Right. So, but, you know, it's great to see the demographic changing, too, that we have some mm -hmm. younger folks coming in. Back to the point that you said, you know, the the you and I have talked about the silver tsunami, Ed. Right. Uh, and, and that's kind of wanted to lead into the economy. You know, we were going to talk right. about the economy. I've never seen. Some folks are saying we're in a recession now, but I've never seen a recession when where unemployment is as low as it's been since 1969. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, the silver tsunami really played a role in this. The, pan <clears throat> the pandemic really exponentially increased folks retiring. That it did. Leaving the workforce. I saw a stat the other day, one in eight people that have had COVID are still suffering from long COVID symptoms. They're sure. filing for disability because they can't work now. Anyway, you've had five, 10 million people exit the workforce in a couple of years. Right. And mm -hmm. so what that uh, changes is opportunities for young people. That it does. And so you're seeing sure. a lot of the colleges and the universities enrollments are down. Fortunately, here at Middle Tennessee State, I think we're holding steady or maybe even increasing. And that, that Right, goes, but that number has, not, has dropped. Well, it, it, Middle Tennessee is tough to gauge because it's so affordable. 
Right. I'm just going to yeah. be honest. Now, I'm talking you. about nationwide. The numbers. Nationwide, I've, I've, the I numbers saw an article where it, it's they're saying yes. uh, some study was done by yes. an independent college uh, well, study group, whatever it is, that, yes, the numbers are down for enrollment. The, these yeah. young kids have a lot of opportunity <clears throat> in the workforce right now that they right. normally wouldn't have realized. And, and so back to the point about the federal minimum wage, <laughs> you know, yeah. that, that's a point where – does it really matter anymore? I mean, is is a quality employer going to pay minimum wage? They're not going to find anyone. No. And no. the reason why is demographics. We are running out of people. And that is plain and simple. And that's the reason the immigration issue is so important. Immigration is and so important. And I understand you got to get a handle on it. You know. we, that's right, and we need to. If it, you know, if we need to increase the amount of judges, the amount of courtrooms that allow people to come <coughs> to this country faster, then we need to do that to expedite the process. Right. The other part of that is we need our young people to start having families again, right. and we need policies that help young people get into their first house, have their first child. You know, in France, it's so bad in france that they are literally paying women to have babies <laughs> you're kidding me they pay for a nurse to stay at your house for six months they're they're running out of people so fast and so folks say oh, actually running out of people well yes it's just demographics it's just raw numbers ed it's yeah. just raw if if the united states doesn't stay at 2.4 children per household right yeah then yeah. we're then we're right. actually losing people Sure. And sure. so um, I know folks don't believe that. They say there's people everywhere, but the truth is, is our population is declining. We can't meet the jobs of tomorrow without having the people to do those jobs. And so our economy is in such great turmoil right now uh, because you're seeing these uh, huge opportunities for young people to advance rapidly in the workforce because there's so many openings way up above, you know, just think about right. a, a Tetris yep. board or what, how, however in your mind uh, that you want to uh, look at it. But we, we have to have our, our families uh, uh, having more kids and being able to afford houses. And we, That's right. And we have to right. expedite the immigration process. Otherwise, we're going to run out of people. That it's we do. Just, it's just numbers. We're going to go to our last series of breaks. And uh, thank you all. all. Thank you for the calls. Stephen, once again, thank you for doing this tonight. Welcome, I appreciate man. it. Rob, thank you for calling in. And let's go to our last series of breaks. And uh, back with you with the Edwin Lee Ramos Show right after this. Stay with us. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, this is Michelle Hauser coming to you from Hauser & Associates. We are a law firm that is dedicated to family law and serving for those individuals that have family law needs. You can contact us through uh, our telephone is 615-801-8602, or you can also reach us through Facebook or our website, which is www.borough.com. FamilyLegal.com. Hello, everyone. It's Ed with Private Investigations in Middle Tennessee. You know, if you just need someone checked out on a background check, tag them a run, or if you need someone full-fledged follow, give us a call. You can reach me at 615-390-7219. That's 615-390-7219. Or check out our website at piofmt.com. That's PIofMT.com. I felt so alone, scared, angry, full of self-pity. 
I just wanted to die, so I took another drink. Then I heard about AA and went to my first meeting. The people there talked about those same feelings. I was no longer alone. They gave me help to stop drinking and hope to start living. Alcoholics Anonymous, it works. Look us up. Check your phone book, newspaper, or aa.org. Go to J. Mellon's Jewelers and check out their collection of reactor watches. They're located at 352 West Murfreesboro Boulevard, right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And also, custom-made jewelry if you want it, they can make it for you. Also, gifts for any and all occasions. Weddings, graduations, family reunions, uh, anniversaries, all of it. That's J. Mullins Jewelers, 352 West Northfield Boulevard, right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Hey, this is Ed, everybody. want to tell you about a sponsor of ours. We've got Complete Yard Care. Their slogan is, we do it all. Low-maintenance landscape design, retaining walls, tree removal, stump grinding, lawns cut mulching, landscaping. Now, you can reach them at 615-785-0384. Or you can look them up on the web at completeyardcaretn.com. They have a five-star ranking on Google. That's Complete Yard Care. We do it all. Excuse me, I was out there in the in the entryway out there in the in the greeting section with a bunch of these civil servants that's come in here looking for a handout, probably. Yeah, the green room. The green room. That's right. The lounge here at WGNS. <laughs> and uh, uh Bill shows on there next and uh Romel has agreed to come up and do that, the, the show with Bill and uh uh Austin Maxwell's here. Okay, great. New city <coughs> councilman too. I, I don't live in the city anymore. I, Ed. I, I I couldn't vote for him for one. Yeah, he he's he's a good one. Yeah, you know he knows his stuff. He he is and just a he's just a great guy. That's, he and his wife and his wife Claire. She's on the county school board mm-hmm. and doing a fantastic job. Yep. I mean, really getting it done. Uh where are we? Um, let's see. We've got about nine minutes left. Well, really seven or eight minutes left. Uh, what do you think, you know, you're talking about this, this, uh, you know, we talked about the educational process, how the, the college is down, but you know, the world needs ditch diggers and plumbers too. I'm serious. And I, and I mean that. Well, sure. Sure. People like you that worked in infrastructure. That's right. Infrastructure. And right here key, in this yeah. county, goodness knows we could use a bunch of them. I just saw a big project that I worked on down in Georgia and, uh, where they turned an old rock quarry into a, uh, right. about a three day water supply for the city of Atlanta. If they ever get in trouble again. Oh man, that's great. We've got a rock quarry here in Rutherford County. We do county, right out old Nashville, old yeah. Nashville high. Way and it's got water in it. Uh, you know, the old one. That's the old one. 
and so it takes folks the, the basic things, right? Right. Uh, sanitation, clean water, water, the management of water, right? The management of the roads, all of these things. You know, you hear a lot of complaints about the growth here, but I'm going to tell you, I I do appreciate the growth, and I do appreciate people's uh, private property rights. Uh, exactly. You know, anytime you yeah. start talking about curtailing growth, you're talking about not allowing people to do what they want to with their own property. Right. And that's yeah. very, very un-American. Uh, it is. And, yes, and it is. So, but there is, as long as you're within the limits of the zoning ordinances, all of those things that have been passed legally by the governing body, right. it's very difficult to tell someone what they can do with their private piece of yeah, property. Yeah, but it's, a, you know, it's that fine balance we've talked about. It is. And my, my wife and I, a time or two, have had to give to eminent domain yeah. to, and that's no big deal, let's put on a water line or something, sure. you know. Sure. And uh, when I, I, as you know, I've served papers, you know. Right. And I served one for our county attorney that was several years ago. And there was an old woman I went out there, and she was cussing every breath. Oh, yeah. And this was in lieu of, for the water company to come on. And she didn't mind that the electric company came on and put it, said, so they were nice about it, but that guy there, I mean, it's the <laughs> yeah. same, here's the same guy. He's the same county attorney. Right, right. They're wanting to put a, get a easement to put sure. a line in or something. This is not a big deal. It's on the edge of the road anyway. Right. When's well, the last and, time you've been out there on the edge of the road? And you those, know? those things are set aside, you know. Um, you know. But, but, yeah, Ed, we've got to have professionals come into the infrastructure side, into the construction side. I saw. Exactly. So a good friend of mine is now the head of robotics for a large company, and they've got uh, uh, some interesting things coming out in the construction world. We've got to have talented people in the construction world as well. That's right. And and whether that's running a paving machine or building a 25-story building, uh, uh, all of those things are key and critical uh, to the future of this country. Some of those require a collegiate education some sure. do not and you can still make a great some of the living. greatest people some of the finest jobs in this country are people that are not college educated right i mean now they have a great concrete program at mtsu absolutely got people coming from all over the country to, to to be involved in that and they're branching out after they leave one young man i know wound up in iowa oh yeah you yeah they're, they're, they're literally people coming from all over the world for this program right yeah uh and so um you know but but you're right uh, not every kid is necessarily fit for college we've talked about how the europeans do you know the europeans only the top 10 percent actually go to a university is that right and everybody yeah. else goes to trade school and so to learn a trade so, so only the brightest right. of the bright right go to actually go to college there so right. they do it a whole lot different than we do here college is more of an industry and and of course um you know we could get into an argument about student loans but when there's oh yeah all yeah. of this money available um then that tends to to create well, the industry yeah, side of it uh, you know it's like i say you know the old saying a fool and his and his money soon part i say a fool and his money's lucky to ever get together in the first place yeah right, <laughs> but, right true. You know, but and then you throw in for so many of our people the sports thing oh yeah and the parents have this dream that their kid is going to get this big scholarship and a yeah. lot of them do yeah but the scholarship is not all it's cracked up to be I talked to some boys at MTSU, and their parents finally said, Son, we can't afford this anymore. 
you know. Oh, yeah, Because yeah. it's not a free oh, it, ride. It is expensive. It and, is expensive. And, and a lot of parents do have to come to that realization that little Johnny's right. not going to be a shortstop yeah. for the Yankees. That's right. I do, you did remind me of something, though, Ed, and I want to give a shout-out to uh, Murfreesboro-Rutherford County native Juwan Jennings. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's okay. now with the San Francisco 49ers, a legend at the University of Tennessee. He right. caught the ball against Georgia and mm-hmm. uh, the Hail Mary pass that he'll forever be a, a favorite of mine. And, and of course, knowing <laughs> Juwan here. But Juwan just put on his football camp at a Blackman. And thanks to the donations from the community, every person, every kid that attended the football camp attended for free. I'll be done. And so I want to give great. a shout out to Juwan because these, these, these rare like David Price, who built the Field of Dreams here in Rutherford County, right? Juwan yeah. Jennings, these folks that do uh, make it, uh, when they come back and give back to their community, I think it's really important that we recognize that. Oh, at that level, yeah. And goodness knows, I know they can afford it, and and they're not afraid to spend it. Well, Juwan's yeah. had a lot of donations from people in the community, and so that, that, that says a lot about him when people are, hey, you know, we'll, we'll donate to your uh, – to your to your cause, to your charity, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, and David does too, and uh, I've never had the privilege of meeting either one of those. If you could ever set that up for me, please I, do, I, because yeah. uh, I'd love to meet David, because they're they're doing so many good things here in the community. Stephen, I want to thank you again for coming up, and uh, you know our our people this week that won. Uh, I want to I want to mention uh, a lady I'd mentioned to you earlier, Mariah Phillips. You know. I just respect her so much, and I, I just—I've hey, grown to really love her. So. She's put her name out there three times now. You she know. put me out in 2018, and I she haven't did. been back. Uh, so yeah. that's a knockout punch. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, I mean, you got it, Mercy. Still is stepping in the batter's box, man. Well, and you, you know that's great. You know, it's uh, it's tough to uh, get elected here. Um, uh, for for a variety of reasons, uh, but especially you know, Mariah's very outspoken in her beliefs, and and you know that makes it even tougher sometimes. <coughs> right. Uh, you know, yeah. you take Governor Lee uh, right now. Governor Lee is the best that I have ever seen of talking for ten minutes and not saying anything. Well, yeah, especially boy, when he gets a guy up there talking about his private schools and how our teachers are so boy, dumb, and you know I, that's just about finished me with that. You well, know? I, I mean, but if you listen to the governor talk, he doesn't really say a whole lot. Not He'll really. talk for ten minutes, but he really doesn't say a whole lot. And so, uh, typically, truth tellers um, have a difficult time getting elected. They have a rough have a rough road to go. I'm yeah. telling you, we're going to get out of here. Bill's got. Uh, Austin Maxwell with him. Romel McMurray has come up, and they're going to be on the air. And uh, he'll do a good job, as always, I'm sure. Stephen, thank you. Stephen Reynolds has been good enough to come up and be our guest this this, uh, weekend. And Jackson, thank you for another great job on the board. Till next Sunday night, everyone. Edwin Lee, Ed Raymer for the Edwin Lee Raymer Show. Have a great week. Until next Sunday, I'll catch you down the road. Good night.